Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. We're at this time in a fortnight where we catch up with musician Joe Matera for his musical musings. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Terry. Thanks very much for giving us your time this morning. And this is the first time I've spoken to you in 2023. So Happy New Year and all of that. Happy New Year too. (laughs) Great to be back. Yeah, we're getting back into the swing of things. And I guess um, it's already pretty busy on the musical scene, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. There's uh, all new releases coming and tours happening, so it's uh, it's usually around about this time they start sort of getting back into it. So, uh, but definitely a busy time. I was very um, excited to see Elton John on the weekend. Yes, Elton John, uh, his last ever um, Australian performance. So, yeah, it was quite a bit bittersweet. It was kind of a bit sad, actually. Yeah, it is a bit sad. I mean, he's toured here so many times, and um, you know, I suppose. Uh, you know, he's going to go out in style, which is fantastic. He certainly so, did. He's always certainly yeah. is, yes. Yeah. But, but someone more locally who's got something out new is Ella Hooper. That's right, yeah. Tomorrow, her new album comes out. It's called uh, Small Town Temple. Now, this is a, her second solo album, and um, she actually uh, wrote this album um, uh, during a period of pa- pandemic where she returned to Violet Town um, and stayed there for quite a few months and wrote this whole album. So she, that's what's called Small Town Temple. It's sort of a, uh, she said uh, it sort of inspired her to uh, write this album and, you know, coming, coming from the country where Killen Heidi originally originated from, Violet Town. Um, yeah. It's a great album. It's um, very sort of countryish. She's taken this sort of uh, Casey Chambers meets uh, Joni Mitchell route, which is fantastic. Wow. Is it, uh, is it a bit sad, though? Because she lost both her parents. It's awful. Yeah, she did. And, yeah, she did. And actually, her parents actually are on the album. Um, just before they passed away, she managed to get her mum and dad to sort of just add a few little bits here. And um, so it's sort of a memory for them. But uh, it is very sad. And um, But, uh, yeah, it's a uh, sort of introspective album. But uh, it should be good. So um, people should check it out when it comes out tomorrow. And the name of it again? It's called... A Small Town Temple. Small Town Temple by Ella Hooper, out tomorrow. Great, Joe. Yeah, fantastic. And um, you mentioned about touring. Um, actually, uh, now that the uh, touring sort of circuit's getting back into full swing, we've got quite a big number of uh, artists coming through this year. Now, next month, we've got Sting, who returns to Australia um, after seven years. And um, he's sort of resuming his uh, My Songs World Tour, which he began pre-pandemic and obviously had to put on hold, but now we sort of uh, reschedule all the dates and you're going to be back in Australia to do that. So um, that yeah, should be fantastic. I won't be run, rushing along to that one. Sting's okay, but he's not up there with my top artists. Is, <laughs> he, is he up there with your top artists? Look, I, I like Sting. I think he's a, he's a great artist, but, um, you know, I think uh, with the police, you can't really beat the police sort of thing. So. They, were, they were great, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And um, we've got the Chili Peppers in town. We've got Chili Peppers also in town next month. And um, and locally, actually, uh, there's a place in Euroa called the Northern Republic, a great little venue. Uh, American bluesman Eric Bibb will be in town playing a show on Friday the, the 3rd of February. So Eric Bibb, did you say? Eric Bibb, yeah. He's a he's an American bluesman, a great okay. sort of bluesy guitar player. I can just see uh, that sort of music sitting well at a venue like the Northern Republic. They've got that real summery feel, the fairy lights, kicking back. It would uh, would be a great experience, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it would be yeah, fantastic. And, um, yeah, and 
next on the uh, list is uh, there's a huge vinyl resurgence um, you know, in the last couple of years, people buying vinyl. I mean, as you know, if you walk into JB Hi-Fi, there's quite a number of uh, vinyls now there, a lot of reissues. But um, the, a recent study in, in the UK um, showed that, uh, that the resurgence is just unbelievable. It's now taken over CD sales for the first time in 35 years, which is incredible, you know. Um, but uh, last year, for example, Taylor Swift's album, Midnight's, was the biggest selling vinyl sales for the year. She sold 10,000 copies just in the first week, which is the biggest ever vinyl sales in Australia. What do you put that down to, Joe? Do you put it down to the, the sound quality being different? Nostalgia? What is it? I think it's more people wanting, you know, like back in our day, you know, you buy the album, it's a whole experience. You look at the artwork, you sort of smell the vinyl. You And um, look, the sound but, quality, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of vinyl now is is better quality than it was back in the day. But I think it's more people want something that's physical rather than just... Yeah, not, it's, not, it's not that little crackle that you get at the beginning. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, yeah, I guess that means a lot of record players are being sold as well. I must say, I don't have one at this point. Maybe I need to get one. I'm sure you do. <laughs> yes, and I think uh, stereo systems may make a big comeback like I did in the 80s when everybody was buying really lavish stereo systems. So, yes, um, and, yeah. and, and and everyone was, you know, bigger, bigger, bigger speakers, whereas these days the quality you can get out of a tiny little speaker is, is, right. is quite yeah, good, yeah. big difference. That's right, absolutely. You go in the studio these days and you might spend a million dollars on making a track, but it's it's a waste because in people listening to their little, uh, you know, um, phones, yeah. just not use. I can understand why you'd think that as a muso. Absolutely. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time in the studio putting really great stuff that, you know, for my music, people need to sort of listen to it on headphones because uh, there's so much stuff that I put in there that you won't pick it up on a small phone speaker. You've got to listen to it in a proper stereo uh, you know, format. Including possibly on a vinyl. That's right, yes. So you're looking at uh, some of the unknown stories behind songs in your column, which is in the Shep News today. Yeah, I've got this new uh, section I've just started today. It's called Behind the Song. What I'm going to do is... Over the years, I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of artists, and uh, a lot of them have told me stories behind some of the most famous songs in you know that we know of. You know, and uh, so I decided to sort of share the light on some of these great songs that we we know. And um, I'm starting today with one of Australia's classic songs, "How's That" by Sherbet. Um, so I uh, spoke to uh, Harvey James, who sadly passed away in uh, 2011, and a few years before that, I. Uh, caught up with him and he shared me a, a great story about making hell's that so that's in today's um uh ship news and it's a uh, yeah, great story and i'm going to have a lot of uh classic songs over the coming weeks where people sort of uh you know will just find it interesting insights i have to ask it's, it's got nothing to do with cricket does it because it's all it's often used in association with cricket yes there is a so i mean that it, it is from day one it was always used with the cricket thing i mean it's got that sort of allusion to uh cricket um, and I think that's what they had in mind. And it is actually it was a hit for Sherbet in the UK. That was one of the songs that they went over there and performed. I think it was on Top of the Pops. And um, and that song there, particular in Australia, um, it was Sherbet's second number one. And actually, uh, at that time when it went to number one in Australia, ABBA was at number one for 14 weeks with Fernando, and they knocked off Fernando with How's That. 
So you said How's That was Sherbet's second most popular song. Is that what you said? Second number one, yes, after Summer Love. I was going to ask you what the first one was, Summer yeah, Love. Summer Love, which is that TV series they uh, had recently last year on the ABC. They used it for the theme. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Okay, so that's the story behind How's That. And you've always, yep. always got some fun facts um, in your column. Amazing some of the history that you've been able to unearth in relation to our musical history here in the Golden Valley. Yeah, yeah, and today uh, I'm sure people will know uh, this person here, but uh, Rushworth-born country artist Reg Poole, who um, you know, local people would know is a really mainstay on the uh, country music scene. He's a big um, favourite here on. at 1FM? So, sorry? He's a big favourite here at 1FM. That's right, yes, yes. Um, and actually, uh, here's a bit of information that's not in the uh, fun sake, but uh, during the 80s and 90s, he actually lived next door to me <laughs> in Kyabra. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, but anyway, the fun fact is uh, back in 1975, the Marupna Country Music Festival held, it was their third annual country music festival, and uh, Reg Pearl was support to. American country music legend Marty Robbins and also one of our great um, country music legends, Jimmy Little. Um, so that was a great sort of uh, bill there with, with those three. And I did say to you off air, uh, Joe, that um, Marty Robbins is one of his albums, is our album of the week this week. So that's a nice little synergy there. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, fantastic. Uh, perfect, perfect synergy there. <laughs> I wonder what Reg would have to say about that gig. Who knows? Maybe he might be listening, might call in later. <laughs> well, maybe you need to have a chat with your old neighbour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he's moved to Bendigo, so I know that's where he lives uh, now. But, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's still, on the, he's still uh, active on the circuit, that's well, for sure. Well, we had a 1FM Country Music Festival, I think it must have been, was just pre-COVID, I think, so maybe 2019, mm-hmm. and he was on the bill there and he was very popular. Yes, yeah, still belting out the tunes, that's for sure. Yeah, fantastic. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to mention no, from your column? No, that covers it from today. Um, but, yeah, just uh, hopefully uh, people keep enjoying the column and, uh, yeah, I'll get some great feedback on it too. So, um, And I'm always open to hear from people, you know, their comments and, you know, even sharing their stories. Uh, maybe they might have a fun fact that I uh, don't know about. Oh, I'm sure people out there, out there do from back in the day. So yeah. musical musings are on here every second Thursday on 1FM and also in the Shepparton News. Now, you mentioned How's That? I thought I might play that now. Sherbet's second most, or well, second number one. And how many? How how long was that at number one? Do you know? I think it was for about three weeks at number one. I think it was, and uh, brought them international success. That's right. Yeah, they went off to like I said to the uh, UK. But um, unfortunately, they they also used that as a springboard to go off to the to the US. But uh, when they went off to the US, they had to change their name from Sherbet to Highway, which sort of why did, yeah. why does everything have to be changed in the US? Oh, okay. Movie names, the... book names. Oh, everything. Videos have to be redone. Is this? Oh, it just way of, has yeah. to be completely catered for. What? Why? Why not? Did maybe did they not know what Sherbet was? Oh, it's just well, with Sherbet, there was a band called Sherbet there already, so they were worried about you know being sued and had to change name. But it, it it didn't work out because basically you know they already had the brand name called Sherbet. And um, but yeah, the American market's totally different to Australia. Everything has to be redone. I mean, mm. even like recordings. I mean, I've released stuff over there too, and 
I had to sort of do remixes in order to cater for the American market. It's so different. I mean, it really Cultural really imperialism, that's what it is. Absolutely, Joe? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, we'll let you go, Joe. Uh, Thank you, you can so catch much. his column today, Joe's column today in the Shepherd and News. We'll catch up with you next time, Joe. Thanks for your Thank time. You. You see you then. Bye. This is How's That. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.